Hi, everyone. You're here with the second season of Floater Founder. I'm your host, Samantha Lloyd, here as always with my co-host, Liza and Casey. Hello, everyone. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Kayla Isabel. She is the Executive Director of Startup Canada. So thank you so much for joining us virtually on this beautiful sunny day, Kayla. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. So to start off, um, just to give context to our audience, what is Startup Canada? Mm -hmm. So Startup Canada is Canada's entrepreneurship organization. So we represent 3.5 million entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, um, really providing a one-stop shop for um, startups and scale-ups to come um, receive education, inspiration, uh, mentorship, and really just connect with Canada's um, sort of entrepreneurship and innovator ecosystem. That's very cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. And what kind of like similarities have you noticed between all the the different people that are are part of the uh, kind of startup uh, organizations? Mm, I'd say passion, first and foremost. <laughs> we, we definitely have an energetic and, and passionate um, uh, ecosystem across Canada. Watching the startup um, space evolve during COVID-19 has showed that even more so. Um, I think there's really an exceptional power of community and, and really a willingness to help um, you know, startups and scale-ups. And that mentorship piece has been really beautiful seeing over the last couple of months uh, with the newer startups, um, you know, seeing more established entrepreneurs sort of lend a helping hand. So that, that's been really great. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd really say passion and just um, uh, resilience and tenacity and really, um, you know, Canadian entrepreneurs, I think, are incredibly resilient um, and dedicated to to making their businesses successful, which is easier said than done. Yeah, definitely. And what's something that Startup Canada has done during COVID to try and support entrepreneurs during this time? Mm, I think what haven't we done? <laughs> is a bigger question. My goodness, it's been definitely a, a very busy last couple of months. Uh, so when, when COVID hit originally, maybe I'll provide some context to, to what happened a few days before. We were fortunate enough to do um, our uh, International Women's Day programming on March 11th, which was really two days before the the world really turned upside down. Um, So we had a wonderful meeting with the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. We were shaking hands at a time when shaking hands was (laughs) allowed um, and kicking off our Women Entrepreneur Program. Um, So we were, uh, you know, embarking on supporting 10,000 marginalized women to start up and scale up their businesses. Uh, And then COVID hit, you know, two days later. So with Startup Canada's programming, we've continued that mandate of supporting women entrepreneurs uh, to advance their businesses across Canada. Uh, But through, you know, webinars, we've been doing twice weekly sessions on Tuesdays and Thursdays, specifically supporting women entrepreneurs, um, you know, with mental health support, with, um, you know, looking at challenges in terms of supply chain, um, looking at access to finance and capital, um, and trying to really provide urgent services to those that um, are starting and scaling up, but also taking on, um, you know, more burdens at home um, and having to also, you know, raise families and and be responsible for childcare and, and all those various spaces. So we've continued to support women entrepreneurs. Uh, We've also done a series of MP town halls. Um, So what Startup Canada's mandate is really, um, uh, you know, here to provide is a voice to government as well of being really this this conduit between the entrepreneurship community and our government officials. Um, So we did a series of MP town halls connecting local entrepreneurs with the local MP in their riding um, and giving them a chance to share, you know, how some of these government subsidies may not be applicable to, to their business or, um, you know, sharing positive feedback and really providing a listening and, um, and, and space where we can c- sort of bring together this community of entrepreneurs who's obviously going through a really challenging time. 
So we started with uh, the All Party Entrepreneur Caucus um, uh, with, with a number of representatives there and then going across Canada with different regional representations. Um, so we, we launched that program at the end of March and has continued um, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've also been doing a series of COVID-19 alerts, um, so on specific government um, uh, programs that are targeted and tailored to the entrepreneurship community. Uh, we've been working really closely with Minister Ng's office and identifying um, you know, what government supports are in place and being able to distribute that to the entrepreneurs within the Startup Canada community. So we've had those COVID alerts. Um, and then really just trying to aggregate as much information as possible. So creating you know, top 10 resource guides every week, uh, pointing entrepreneurs to the top resources that can help them um, sort of weather this storm, um, and really trying to cut through the noise, because that's part of the challenge that we've seen with many entrepreneurs in our community. There's so much going on. There's so many various resources out there. Um, you know, what are the most important pieces of information that they need to access at this time? So we've been doing that role as well. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. helpful right now. Yeah, that's really amazing. Um, so what advice do you have for uh, any people that are thinking about starting their own business right now? Should they wait for greener pastures or launch anyways? I think it really depends on the business that you're embarking on. For the most part, you know, we've seen a, a tremendous uptake in people either venturing into their entrepreneurship journey out of necessity because many traditional jobs are not hiring or are not available um, at this time um, or looking to solve a problem. Um, you know, we've seen incredible innovations um, come out of COVID-19 in the health tech space, in, in organizations that are pivoting to completely different business models. Um, so I I think depending on the industry and depending on the type of product or service that you're offering, now is a great time um, to, to venture either into a side hustle or to starting up an enterprise that um, you may have been putting on the back burner or or you've now identified this great business opportunity. So I'd say depending on <laughs> where you want to go, now is a great time to, to start a business um, and, and really connecting and in this sort of global conversation that we're having around entrepreneurship and in Canada nationally, um, there is, you know, a more respect and more um, time, I think, being given to entrepreneurs because they are really going to be the groups that that solve many of the challenges that we're facing under COVID-19. Um, entrepreneurs are going to be the ones coming up with these incredibly innovative solutions and, you know, brainstorming beyond, you know, what traditional markets have, have usually looked like, um, but sort of pushing those boundaries. So I think in many ways, it's a very inspiring time to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, for sure. And can you talk a bit um, a bit about your role as executive director? What does it mean to be the executive director of Startup Canada? And did you always kind of know that you wanted to work with entrepreneurs in this capacity? Mm. I think my job description was, so I took over as executive director on March 1st. So I really had about a week and a half of normalcy until jumping into the, the role um, under this completely new world order. So um, really Startup Canada's executive director position is very hands-on. It's very connected to the community. And that's what really appealed to me about working at Startup Canada. Um, it's a very, um, you know, hands-on role that, that connects you to people. Um, and ultimately, you know, being in an executive leadership position, sometimes you can feel so, sort of detached from the communities that you do serve. Uh, but that's definitely not the case with Startup Canada. So that's been a, a beautiful blessing, I think, um, out of COVID-19. I've really accelerated, um, you know, getting to know our various community members and getting to know entrepreneurs across Canada. Um, and really this role and, and Startup Canada's mandate um, encompasses so many demographics and various files and various 
programs, um, that that's something that really drew me to Startup Canada as well. It's a, not a limited scope. Um, and, you know, there's so many different supports that we can provide to entrepreneurs. So we're, we're supporting women, we're supporting social impact, we're looking at, you know, going global and, and really, you know, recognizing Canada as a global leader in entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, so there's never a dull day and there's never sort of one core mandate that we're just focusing on. Um, I've always loved, you know, focusing on, on a really a million different things. And Startup Canada is a really great place to do that. Um, and, and in my career, I have always worked um, for entrepreneurs. Um, so not leading necessarily myself in, in the beginning parts of my career. Um, but I've actually been fortunate enough to work under a number of, of women CEOs um, and who have started their ventures, you know, early days and who have struggled immensely getting their businesses up and off the ground. Um, but I've, I've been able to witness the incredible power of, of women leaders starting their own businesses. And that, I think, sort of started um, my inspiration into veer into entrepreneurship and being a supporter of entrepreneurs. Uh, I'm also the daughter of an entrepreneur and an engineer, innovator, um, uh, sort of scientist, kind of jack of all trades. So that has always been inspiring to me. Um, and in the last couple of years in particular, I've been really focusing on supporting entrepreneurs. So before my time at Startup Canada, um, I was working in Tanzania, um, really supporting entrepreneurs and small businesses working in the tourism sector. So as you can imagine, in Tanzania, with um, you know uh, tourism being uh, their number one um, sort of economic driver, working in uh, you know safari and industry and getting to travel around to the Serengeti and Gorogoro Conservation Area Authority, um, I was working with small businesses to really develop their businesses to various um, groups of tourists, um, but really thinking creatively around um, sustainability of tourism practices as well. So that sort of jump started. Um, my passion for mentoring and coaching entrepreneurs uh, that has landed beautifully with Startup Canada. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really amazing. And you've absolutely seen so many different uh, startups and startup founders from many different, from beginning to, to, to the end of their uh, life cycle, I guess. What are, what are some of the most important qualities that lead to a successful startup or successful founding team? I'd say um, self-awareness is, is very key. You know, we see so many um, founders who, who have a very clear vision of what they want their, their company to, to accomplish or the sort of the direction that they're going into. Um, but an awareness about what your strengths are as a founder is incredibly important. You might have that vision and that passion um, on the business side, but you may lack, you know, the people skills to be managing your team. You might have um, sort of a, a different Achilles heel in different parts of your business. Um, so that self-awareness and being able to get out of your own way and not necessarily be the driving force across every part of your business, um, I think leads to a more sustainable uh, sort of enterprise structure. Um, I think the passion and the willingness to really bet it all on your, on your endeavor as well, um, you know, seeing so many entrepreneurs come up with fantastic ideas, but as things evolve, um, making sure that you are incredibly passionate and, and willing to stick it out in the long term, because it's not going to be an easy journey to navigate, um, you know, starting a business from scratch. So um, I think that self-awareness piece and, and being able to identify where your weaknesses are and find key people on your team to fill them is really important. Uh, but really having that passion and that North Star that continues um, to motivate you every day when, you know, when people are saying no at every corner when, um, you know, crippling self-doubt could come into play. There are so many different factors um, to take uh, into consideration when being an entrepreneur, but making sure that your passion is maintained will kind of see you to the finish line. 
Yeah, definitely. That's great advice. And to talk more about Canada and and uh, as it is as like a place for entrepreneurs, what are kind of, in your opinion, the selling points of starting your company in Canada and growing your company in Canada? Mm-hmm. I think there's there's a challenge that because of our southern border partner, <laughs> there seems to be, uh, you know, the goal of so many entrepreneurs is to navigate the, the U.S. market, dominate them there because there's so much more potential. Um, you know, a number of entrepreneurs are very quick to sort of look south. Um, but there are so many potentials in the Canadian space and, and with recommend with, with, you know, strong support from both the private and the public sector. I think, um, we have built an ecosystem that is supported from so many different spaces. Um, and that arguably has less competition than in sort of an American context. So you have more room to grow. Um, you have a powerful sense of community that's really implicit in how we as a nation, you know, come together and support each other, um, that you're not necessarily necessarily going to find in, in other spaces. Um, and in talking to, you know, global startup groups and, you know, startup Chile or startup Spain or, or, or other startup support organizations, um, our government is incredibly supportive of entrepreneurs and looking at the privilege that we have as a country with in terms of government support, um, grants, access, we clearly have a long way to go in that space, especially under COVID. Um, but, but our entire government um, has really been built as well to support the entrepreneurship ecosystem as a key um, you know, success factor to, to build into our economy. Uh, we know that, that entrepreneurs are providing jobs and they are you know, providing incredible inspiration for other people to build businesses that will then start up other jobs in other spaces. So um, I think Canada is an incredibly uh, fantastic place to grow a business and we really need to embed that mindset from day one um, that you know, university students pursuing various industries, entrepreneurship is a completely viable career option. Um, And the earlier we get in in sort of creating that narrative from a Canadian perspective, uh, the farther our our economy is going to grow because of those those incredible innovations from an entrepreneurship perspective. Yeah, that's great. Um, And kind of to try and look in the future a little bit, what kind of industries do you see really growing and doing really well in the next five years? And which sectors do you see kind of slowing down and and not doing as well? Yeah, I think, well, COVID has definitely shifted what what projections anybody had of what was going to be. Successful, uh, but I think really looking in the digital space, many um, you know service offerings that can have conventionally been offered face to face or in person, we're going to see those manifest in a digital platform of some type. Um, so you know, do I wish I had invested in Zoom or other platforms before going? Absolutely, uh, but really seeing um, you know how we can connect digitally and leverage really strong, powerful digital tools, I think is going to be the direction of, of businesses, um, and seeing from you know adaptations that we're going to make in the way that we work um, and the way that we connect um, you know, with the larger corporate entities. There's going to be a tremendous shift in um, the how and not just the what of what we're working towards um, over the next couple of years. And that's definitely going to be based in, in more digital programming. Um, in terms of large-scale events and conferences and mass congregations of groups, um, you know, who's, who knows what that's going to look like three or four years down the line, but I can say fairly confidently, at least in the, in the short term, um, that we're not going to have these, these large groups of people connecting. So how do we replicate that in a digital space? How can we make sure that, you know, people have informal networking opportunities that, um, you know, really cultivate relationships and that connect people um, geographically? You know, we've got tremendous opportunity digitally that we're not bound by geography anymore. Uh, But how can we really 
replicate to the extent possible face-to-face connections in a digital space. Um, and then the, the sort of follow-up effect on that in terms of business travel or, you know, convention centers, event centers, like those, I, I think are, are, those groups are going to have to make um, some, some creative pivots to, to, you know, maintain some semblance of, of business stability over the next couple of years. Um, and looking at travel and, and, you know, airline industries, there's, there's definitely going to be some challenges there. Uh, but I think it's, it's really, we, we need to find some alternative to connect and, and, be in spaces together, um, but through a digital platform. So I'd say the future is, is definitely going to tilt that way. We were already seeing it going in that direction, but now it's just been bumped up a notch <laughs> with COVID-19. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's smart. That's definitely um, a good observation of where things are headed. And um, if an entrepreneur wants to be part of the Startup Canada community and get resources, where can they go? Yeah, Startup Canada's website. So startupcan.ca. Uh, We've got a number of different programs, our Women Entrepreneur Program, our Social Impact Program, uh, and our Going Global Canadian Export Challenge has actually just launched. So if anybody's will, or interested in um, navigating global markets and getting equipped from all of our, our various partners on Going Global, um, that is a, a program that we'll be launching fairly heavily, uh, but all of the information is on our website. Awesome. Cool. And for my final question, can you tell me something about yourself that's not on your LinkedIn page? I'm an avid scuba diver and I'm, I'm an advanced scuba diver, um, which I absolutely love. And I feel like there are a lot of helpful business practices that I feel like I've learned from scuba diving. So it, it's not on my LinkedIn profile, but I think it's helped me in terms of, you know, slowing down, staying calm, navigating challenges, you know, when your oxygen tank explodes or <laughs> various challenges I've experienced along the way. Um, yeah, scuba diving has been an immense passion of mine for the last couple of years. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I wish I could do more of it. But unfortunately, Ottawa is not the scuba diving capital. <laughs> no, absolutely. Right, right now, I remember when we did our scuba diving course, uh, what this time reminds me of is that when your uh, BCD gets jammed and you just have air pumping out, mm-hmm. being able to sip from that air as you go up from the bubbles that Absolutely. it creates. Absolutely. Exactly. There yeah. you go. And, and yeah, there's definitely parallels to life there when it feels like there's so much going on. Just, you know, try to get little pockets of time. That's awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for speaking with us today. We had so much fun learning more about Startup Canada and your role there and how you are all supporting entrepreneurs right now. Um, It's great to hear that there's a lot of support out there. So thank you. No problem. A pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Floater Founder every week. We look forward to bringing you more content from more amazing people in our city. Until next time. 